And you are now tuned into My Skin Is My Sin presents another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. I am your host, Jobs, and tonight we got Foggy in the building, and we're talking hip-hop. What's good, King? What's happening, man? You doing all right today? Oh, yeah, man. Just, you know, got a glass of wine, chilling, ready to talk to hip-hop. Yeah. There you go. There you go. What you sipping on? What kind of wine, man? I don't know, man. Some... <laughs> from whatever she had in the fridge. Yeah, whatever was in the glass, right? Yeah. Um, how's life though, man? How's your family? Let's get that out the way. Man, everything's good, man. No complaints. Um, you know, just you know, just staying safe. Uh this COVID stuff out here is crazy. So, you know, I don't get out as much as I as I like to, but I'm staying safe. And uh, you know, everything's lovely, man. No complaints. I feel you on that, man. If you're out there, man, do what you got to do, man. I'm not telling you what you should do, but, you know, take care of yourself. Right, right. Yes, you know, everybody got a right to do what they have to do. And, um, you know, your body, your choice. Um, but regardless, you get that, get that shot or not, I'm, I'm still watching my, I'm still watching myself. I still want that, that. Yeah. Uh, six feet between us, you know. So, and, and I, I will side eye you, or t- and or tell you. What's that? <laughs> I said I will side eye you, and or tell you, hey, move the fuck away yeah. from me. Exactly. Yep. There you go. Hey, let me ask you this though, man. What's the first hip hop song you fell in love with? The first hip hop song, man. That's taking it all the way back for me. It goes back to uh, Sugar Hill Gang and Rappers Delight. Back in 1979, I actually got a pretty clear, um, really clear memory of, of when I first heard it, actually. And um, I was hooked ever since. Okay, does it take away from the greatness of that song that old boy stole his verse from somebody else? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't really know about all that at the time. We didn't have social media. And uh, not from Detroit. I mean, I'm sorry, not from New York, from Detroit. So didn't really grow up knowing exactly what was going on there. We just kind of got whatever was played on the radio or whatever. So, Pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. So at the time, um, I remember, you know, obviously it took the sample from, from Sheik's Good Times. To make the to make the song, and um, I remember that summer, um, that was a real big hit. You know, it's like a skate song, and and um, I remember when we first heard it. I was sitting on the porch. I was a young dude, probably about nine. Yeah, nine. I was about nine, ten that summer. Sitting on the porch with a couple friends, and uh, we thought it. We thought it was good times. She, you know, I said oh, that was just, that was the song of the summer. We started dancing, whatever. <laughs> heard DJ. Started, I mean, well, we thought it was the DJ. And they said, we heard the rapping, but we hadn't heard anything like that before. And as it went on, uh, it was, it just hooked us right away, man. And then I remember like later that day, the next day, all the kids were talking about it, you know? So I didn't really know everything about the song as far as who wrote it. Uh, you know, I didn't know about the Grandmaster Kaz and, and you know, how, how he was uh, mixed into that and everything. Um, but yeah, that was my first experience with hip hop. Hmm. I won't say my first, but like the the most impactful, I'll say that one for me is 
coming out of Henry Ford High School, mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, it had to be May or June. It's nice outside. I mean, beautiful day. And I can hear an echo. I don't know if that's me or you, but I can hear it. I had a damn fucking uh, mosquito down here. If I start doing Kung Fu, man, it, it's the mosquito. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so I'm coming out of Henry Ford. Mm-hmm. And this cat is in, in a in an '85 drop top Mustang. Okay. And got like I don't know. There had to be 16s in the front. And he was bumping. Uh, uh, you got to chill. Yeah, yeah. By okay. EPMD. EPMD. Yep. Like I still smell that scene. I still see it. I still hear it. I, like the people that were there at the time. Like I remember it the same way every it's been like that for 30 years it's like that man uh, you know when you hear a hip-hop song that that hits you like that it stays with you, you know, like i said with that rappers it's like that's even further than that and i can still remember it like it was yesterday so i feel you on that um you said epmd you got to chill i think that was 88 i think so, about right yeah that sounds about right yep okay yeah that was a nice summer Oh my God, that was a great summer. Yeah, that that might have been the last summer before crack really fucked everything up. Well, it was a crack was already doing this it was thing there? before that, but yeah. yeah, probably about eighty-eight. Yeah, right around that time, it was really crazy. At least in Detroit, anyway. Yes, and I, mm-hmm. I would like. I think it's been you know the same way. Okay, so let's talk about underrated. Who's okay. the most underrated Midwest group to you? The most underrated Midwest group? Yep. Okay. And I got one in mind. I'm probably going to be biased. Uh, but I, I probably, I'm, I'm going to go with Slum Village on this one. I would agree with you on that one. That's a good choice. That's I can't knock that one. I like to argue I'm an argumentative person, but Slum Village is dope. <laughs> I'm going to say the Dayton family, though. Dayton family, okay. Um, yes, I hadn't gotten into their music real deeply. Oh, I fucks with the Dayton uh, family back uh-huh. in the day. Okay, shoestring, and I cannot remember the other cat's name. Um, but yeah, man, the Dayton family. It was another. It was another one too from Flint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. The, I can't remember the other group, but it was another group. Same time, did kind of in the same vein as far as what they was rapping about. But I always thought they were dope and didn't get the props they deserved. From where? From Flint. Hmm. I'm trying to think around that time, Dayton family. When I, that was yeah, it's like early remember. early nineties, right? Mm, that sounds about right. Yep. Uh, but I, can, right I cannot okay. remember the name of it. I want to say, and and for me, like most underrated. MC would be Esham, and not because he's like <laughs> can spit like super bar heavy or no shit like that. Right. But right. man, that e that the red tape was everything. You know what, man? Uh, I'm glad you brought Esham up. Um, I grew up on both sides of Detroit. Uh, it's on the west side of about like seven mile Wyoming till mm. uh, about till seventy nine, and like. The end of 79, we moved up to the east side, seven mile in Hoover, and that's I was around the area, Eshams neighborhood. I we got some friends that that um 
got some of the same friends. I don't really want to say I, I know them, but uh, I, you know, we kind of. I feel what you're saying. Running, yeah, we running, running around the same, same little uh, ring of friends and stuff. And I remember when he first came out, it was uh, it's also a uh, says the group Nottis, I believe it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They came out and they would they were doing something completely different than what people were used to. So a lot of people, you know, like. You're saying these shops underrated. I'm gonna have to agree with that because a lot of people just weren't really, they weren't really feeling it at the time. And now you got, you know, after East Time, you had groups like uh, Grave Diggers. You got Brother Lynch Hong. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of doing what they call like horrorcore or whatever they yep. want to call it, acid rap now. But yeah, East Time was definitely at the forefront of that. So glad you brought him up. And not only that, too, like people like to give like Easy E credit for like creating like, you know, independent type shit. Ishan was doing that shit before everybody. Yeah. He literally, yeah. literally no sold tapes out of his trunk. Um, no doubt. No doubt. So if you're out there, Ishan, man, come on the show, bro. I'll yeah, that, uh, that jam, his jam, that 24 7 by Ishan. That's my jam right there. Oh. He got a summertime joint too. I can't remember the name of it, but the summertime joint is very. Oh, he got a lot man, of shit. Lot of, yeah, he made you so know? much music. It's, yeah. And I want to say he just came out with another joint this year. Was it this year or late last oh, year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, go fuck with Esham if you ain't heard of him. Um, yeah, it's good to hear he's still doing his thing, man. If he's, it's good to hear. Are you a Boom Bap fan? On what? Boom Bap. Are you, you fuck with Boom Bap? Bodak, boom bap, boondock, Who's boom that? bap. Nah, boom bap. You mean the sound like boom yeah. bap? The sound? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I thought you thought I thought that was a rapper. Oh, no, I, I'm okay, not the yeah. biggest boom bap. Boom bap yeah, I'm not the biggest boom bap fan. Right, why not? I, I just think it's dead. Were you ever a fan? I mean, that's the not, essence of hip hop. It's not. It's the essence of some hip hop, and I think that's what like like hip hop. Like I was a West Coast hip hop fan. Yeah, I'm big on that too. But uh, so you know, and it, mm -hmm. most people aren't both. Like I was more into, and then when Outkast came out, like I just thought that shit was like that shit was crack. You I know, love Outkast. Like far as boom bap, like like I was more of the jazz, like like tribe called Quest type of shit. Okay. I don't consider that really boom bap to me. Like boom bap is more, you know, like the beat miners type of shit, primo type of shit. Not no disrespect to primo, he got classic shit. Don't don't email me or or no shit like that. But you know th those type of tracks, uh, but tribe de la. Uh, the whole native tongue posse was not really like boom bap to me, so I fuck with them. But other than that, it's like the you know like man, I really want to want to put some shit on. Man. I'm putting some Snoop on or a Chronic. Okay. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna say this. I like pretty much hip hop from all over. Uh, I think. Us being from Detroit, where we were, where we're located there in the Midwest. I know early on, we we just heard New York, and we heard the West Coast, 
then we started to hear the songs a little bit. So we kind of got a little bit of everything. And I was with it, man. You know, like when they started on the East Coast, I was with that with that sound. And then be honest, you know, like like with you, when that West Coast came out, it hooked me. I like the feel of the hip of uh of the West Coast hip hop. So I definitely feel that, but I really can't say I, I prefer one over the other. Uh, what Outcast are doing down in the South, that stuff was completely different than what we were hearing before. Um, you also had down in the South, you had um, uh, A-Ball, MJG. They had a nice little sound on there with Swab House. Uh, Absolutely. Ghetto Boys, yeah, Ghetto Boys had that little thing. I um, you know, so I like, I like all over, but like, I can't really turn... I can't really say Boom Bap is, is dead, like you're saying, but, uh, you know, I I feel where you're coming from as far as, you know, what you feel is what you feel. And I think probably Detroit probably got, got probably a lot of the, the music we heard was probably leaning West Coast a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah D- Detroit and Oakland have a very similar sound, especially right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. No question. Yeah. You and ever been up to Oakland? I have not. Yeah, I went up yeah. there. Their vibe is, is similar too. Yeah, I, I've heard similar. You know, my peoples go up there quite a bit. Yeah, they say the same thing. It's like another Detroit. You know. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it basically reminded me of Detroit and California. Um, you know, I lived in Southern California for like twenty years, but when I went up there to Northern California, it's totally different than Southern California. And that's what kind of threw me off because it reminded me of like, I said, like a Detroit up North. So the vibe was similar. Uh, you know, we came up on that too short. So I was eager to get out there and see, see what they were up on. Too short. It's fucking <laughs> so fucking dope, man. Like, yeah, I, I, and it does not, not I'm talking about underrated. Like, okay, no, he is not about to like beat nobody in a rap battle. He's not. But right. like, as far as yeah, he's not a CD and riding that motherfucker to the wheels fall off is not gonna mm-hmm. get much better than too short. No question. Dude had like like some of the dopest beats. Oh my god. Back in yeah, when he first came out, you just put some short dog in your trunk. It was oh, all with man. rolling through Bell Isle <laughs> with that too short bumping. Oh yeah. My god. These are yeah. the tails, the freaky tail. Oh my man, like that. Yeah. Yeah, that had to been like that was that had to been like the first thing I heard from Two Shorts, right? Freaky Tales. And me too. And and, and that'd be the problem yeah. I'd be having with like like dudes are in our generation now that's so critical that you know shit ain't lyrical now and blah say split. I'm like, bruh, we listen to Two Short and Two Live Crew. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, man, because people ask me like who who the best my favorites are stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know when i i throw in somebody like a, like that's one of the groups i throw in somebody like two live crew like you said people like they're not lyrical but it was the the feel the feeling that they brought you know to me hip-hop is more than just lyrics you know hip-hop is is you know it's culture it's a feel you know yes. and uh you know so yeah, everything that's that's great don't have to be the most lyrical hip hop that that's out there. You know, I like some of my favorites. I it's kind of all over the place. So, yeah. bruh, I sing Ice Ice Baby. 
<laughs> nah. I hated that shit when it came out. I absolutely did. But now I've heard it so many times. I know the words to Ice Ice Baby. You know what, man? I feel I'm the same way like that with Hammer. I'm not gonna say I'm like that with Vanilla Ice though. Uh that Ice Ice Baby, I can never really feel that too much. But uh that the Hammer, Hammer had a few songs that I thought were all right or whatever, but it took it took took a while for me to finally like get to a point where it's like I really respect what Hammer brought to the game, that sort of thing. That might have something to do with just getting older or whatever, but I really wasn't feeling it back then. None of that. Or that. I, I actually that. saw him live and back then. Okay. And be- beforehand, I, I was uh, yeah. Uh, beforehand, I was a hammer hater. He's a fraud. Couldn't rap. Blah blah blah. Man, after that show, <laughs> bro, I'm like, I started appreciating his music more after seeing, like, okay. it, it was nobody even remotely close. The nigga had like a hundred people on stage. They was all in right. sync. You know, like the energy was on seven thousand. I, I was complete. That was like up until that point. That was the best show I've seen anybody do. Actually, it might be. Might I don't doubt be. it, man. Uh, what he what he brought to the table was amazing, but it just you know at the time hip hop wasn't really trying to trying to see all that. So I don't think Henry got appreciated for what he was trying to do at the time. But, you know, you know who's doing it like that now, though, that I don't think it's appreciated? The stage yeah. show? Missy Elliott. See, I, Missy I've Elliott. never heard anybody say say anything about her show, so I did not know. You know what? I actually, to be honest, I actually haven't seen her live. I haven't seen her shows, but just what she brings, her choreography, when she does her videos, when you see her perform, Mm-hmm. Uh, live at the shows. I, I don't think she does a whole lot of tours, but just when I, whenever you see her, if somebody say Missy is about to perform, I'm watching. That might be difficult nowadays to do and still what? make money, especially Missy. Like oh, you mean the big show. stage shows? Yeah. That might be tough okay. to get away with. Like, cause she ain't, you know, Missy ain't yeah. who she once was. And, 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 you know, time waits for nobody. And oh, yeah, she's older now. Oh my she's god, hip hop is so unforgiving, man. I ask, why don't we give a fuck about our older uh, uh, MCs? Or is it changing? Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with you, man. Um, I would even say, even our generation don't appreciate the, the old heads, the OGs in the game because, uh, a lot, of, a lot of our generation, we I think we hate on some of the newer, the newer guys because it don't sound exactly, it don't sound like what we want to, what our music sound like. Yep. But on the same token, on the flip side, you still, you still got some of these artists like we mentioned before. Too short, still making records. Ice Cube still making records. KRS One still making records. Uh, who else? Just uh, it, it, it's a lot of these vets still putting out music. And our generation's not our generation's Let's not buying it, not listening to it anymore. It's so tra- I don't. It's trash, bro. Well, no, nah, no. Nah. Most trash? of it's most of it's trash, man. Let's most of what you say? Nah, most nah, of the. Uh, I will say, Az Do or Die Two, phenomenal yeah. album. I haven't uh, heard the whole album, but uh, oh my god! I, and I listened to it. I drove back to the crib last weekend and listened mm-hmm. to it. You say it was garbage? No, 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 no. Do or Die Two is phenomenal. 
Oh, okay, okay. I I did not like Nas's uh, what's that King's Disease too? I didn't. I, it just seemed like the same song over and over and over. That's just me. What did you think of uh, what you think of the first one? I King's Disease one. I totally totally went right past. It went right over my head. I didn't even know that shit existed until two came out. And okay. I wasn't that big of a fan of two, so I wasn't gonna go back and listen to one. <laughs> right. Okay. It, it was cool. Uh, Nas, he's a legend, no question. But uh, as far as his sound, to a lot Try of it. people, it's an, to a lot of people, it's 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 an acquired yes. type sound. You know, he strips down a lot of his stuff so that you can listen to what he's saying and and. You know, sometimes it uh, it goes over a lot of people's head. You know, uh, especially these days when a lot of people not really listening for anything lyrical. And you know, like I say, yeah, I think even us old heads these days is just kind of got lazy because they got so used to hearing stuff that they don't want to hear. Now, when we got our legends putting out new stuff, they're still not really giving it a listen. So, I think they're not really getting appreciated on both ends by the young. Uh, audience or by us, but I like I like to see when they're still making music. You know, uh, I say still a few of them that's still putting out stuff regularly. So I check for it. You know, oh, I love it. It's oh. not great, but I do check for it. Billy Dance, his like I can't, can't remember the name of it. The last CD though was last year actually. I think it was either early this year, or last year. But anyway, that shit was fucking fire. Okay, like that cat is probably gonna. Be eighty years old and dope. Uh, I wasn't the biggest uh, fan. Oh, who was that? Was that was that Buster that put out something that everybody was like, "Oh, it's the greatest thing." It was okay. Um, but I have never been like a super Buster Rhymes fan. I think Buster Rhymes is dope, but he ain't got like 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 a quality CD for me. Or or let me let me let me retract that a classic CD. Him and him and Jada Kiss in the same lane for me. I'm not gonna argue with you on that. Um, I think I feel you on that. I, I respect both of them a lot, especially Buster. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's, Niggas it's don't want to have an honest a, conversation about it. They don't want to say. They don't want to yeah. say it. Yeah. I'll be careful because I don't really want to. I don't want to diss them because, like I said, I got a tremendous amount of respect for them. Uh, I like Buster, but no, nah, I kind of feel the same way. I don't. I, I can't recall a CD that he's made that I can listen through front to back and consider it a classic. Thanks. But yeah, so, yeah I feel you. Yeah, who do you I consider? Know. Who do you consider like? Like who? Who are you feeling? Can you got like a top three, top five, all time, all time? Scar, Scarface. Yeah. Then this is no particular order though. Scarface is definitely always in the top five. Okay. Um, I might I add probably the best out the south. Um, definitely Tupac because that's the goat to me. The best MC like the, he appreciated the craft of MCing more than any other person. That that okay. really got on, in my opinion. Uh, and then, and then the rest, the other three, is kind of they could be interchangeable. And so we'll say for today, Rakim. Um, so I got two more. 
Oh. Mm. And I'm I'm not really a Jay-Z fan, to be quite honest. Well, I take that back. I'm a fan. Jay-Z fan. Uh, after retiring. Okay. He got so much doper and so much more like sonically better. And his albums had more cohesion, if in my opinion. So I, I'll throw Jay-Z in there. Um okay. And I'm trying to think who else would I I'm trying to think like uh, that's a tough one. Like the fifth one is just a really a tough one, man. My 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 my, my today is probably said LL. Cause like they did it LL without LL most of hip hop would not exist. Your man's had the best show. <laughs> During the 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 golden era, well, I guess the nineties would technically be the golden era, but the founding era, he had the best show when shows mattered. He had albums unlike anybody else. Longevity out the fucking wazoo, and acting. That's a solid no complaints. Top five. You know what, man? That's that's a real solid top five. Real solid. Um, my top five is kind of similar, all the way down to like not really, like when it comes to that fifth position. I got so many I can put in there. Um, matter of fact, yeah, I could probably stretch stretch a list out to about probably out to ten or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten, but like trying to zero it. Hang on one second. Trying to zero it down to just like five. Uh. That's a tough one. Yeah, it ain't easy. Yeah. And like I say, uh, like it's, it's fluid. Like Tupac is like, and I, you know what? And I might have to go back, man, because I, I forgot Ice Cube. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you my five when you're done. Go, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. Uh, mine's pretty similar. I got KRS One as number one. Uh, we already talked about both rap. As far as uh, what KRS One brings to the table, to me, um, it's unmatched. I mean, he, he's going to give you everything you need, man. He's going to give you stories. He's going to give you uh, some street tales. He's going to give you something deep. The brother even got a gospel album, man. You know, so I mean, tons of albums, straight up MC. Um, to me, he's the epitome of what what an MC is supposed to be. Okay, so I got him at the top. Uh, I got Q number two. Not mad at that. I got him number two um, because I consider Q the the best storyteller in hip hop. Period. Come at me. I don't think I can, bro. Like I like like. Mm. I I would say, I don't know I I guess I haven't listened to enough of Nas's catalog. The stories that we've had, that that I like from him are fucking. I, I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. Um. Hmm. You may be right. You know, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like a like a lot, a lot of people. Like, of course, uh, today was a good day. That that's his most popular song, whatever. Uh, Ice Cube's really he, he's kind of into. Some everything now. He's more just kind of a uh, pop figure now. But yeah, uh, like if you go back to like his first 
three, four albums. I mean, that those are like must listens for anybody who considers themselves a hip hop head. And you listen to those albums. I'm not just talking about just just one song. Today was a good day. But I mean, dudes got stories upon stories oh and stories, God. you know. And people talk about Slick Rick, which is, you know, Slick Rick is the man, you know. I, I give him that, but, uh, you know, he, he started a storytelling thing. But Cube's done done more, you know. Oh I, mean, most of his, I mean, he's telling these stories about, about I mean, some everything, man. Uh, so, you know, I, I give Cube that. Uh, let's say he, he kind of, he had some stuff I wasn't quite feeling. You know, some of his later stuff or whatever. Uh, once he started, you know, I think he did something with that, that group that did that. Uh, what was the name? What was the name of that? that uh, he did something called Drop Girl, I think it was, with with that group, uh, LMOA or whatever. Oh, the party, yeah, party rock yeah, anthem. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He did something with them or whatever. I just like, say, like this, I, I don't, you know what? This, like, this, this part of his rap career is just a mulligan. Right, yeah, you know, so. like this shit don't in my mind it don't it never happened it don't exist. Enjoy yourself, <laughs> Q. You earned the right to make goofy shit now. Yeah, but well, you know, Q Q still putting out albums though, man. Low key, um, he might have three classic albums. Actually, actually, I take that back. He is a part of absolutely three classic albums. And how many other MCs yeah. can say that? Yeah, and two definitely. of those albums, Death Certificate and America's Most, are his albums. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But also, you know, he, he pretty much wrote all that NWA stuff on that first album. You know, all the stuff we when we talking about dope man, we talking about eight bar rolling. Uh you listen to Easy E's album, uh, you know, with no more questions. And I mean all, all that stuff he, that, that was all cute. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I give him that for the uh um for the storyteller aspect. So I put Cube in number two. All right. All right. KRS one and Cube. Now number three, that's where I'm gonna put Pac. Um I'm putting Pac, I'll put Pac there because first of all, I mean the brother made a whole lot of whole lot of stuff. And I mean Pac was just real, man. You know, it's like yes. he make he makes stuff that you just you just gonna feel. Uh, if I had to say who can make me feel what they're talking about more, I'm gonna have to get out one to Tupac. You know, I don't, I don't just throw, yeah, I don't just throw guys up in my top three, top five just because for whatever. So you know, I, I, I give them different reasons for it. And uh, yeah, uh, with Pac, I, I was actually, I'm gonna be honest, I was kind of late. I was kind of late uh, being a Pac fan. Uh, really? Yeah, uh, I hate to say it because, well, I, I don't want to say I wasn't a fan, but I just said I, I didn't become a real big fan. Pac was nowhere in my top 10, none of those lists early on. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't until Tupac died that I really got more into him, uh, where yeah, when when he was alive, when Pac was alive, I felt like he was too loud. You know, it was it was too much going on in his life, and it was like it was hard for me to really uh, get down with his music too much. You know, not saying I didn't have any of his music. I I had you know I had the uh, all eyes on me. I had his music, but I mean, as far as like putting him up there, like my my top, I didn't really feel him like that at first. 
All right, I got um, you. All right, so Pac is three. Yeah, I got Pac three. Um, number four. This and keep in mind, this is my list of favorites. This mm-hmm. is not who I'm always saying is the best. I can't tell you who's the best. I'm just telling you who I listen to and my favorites and why. I got number you. four. Number four, I got Ice T right there. Now, Ice T, yeah, Ice T is not, no, nah, he's not going to, um, you know, surprise you with, with lyrical gymnastics or, you he's know, nothing not. like that. But Ice T is just going to tell you straight up uh, what's going on out there, you know, cautionary tales and stuff. And, you know, at the time when Ice T, uh, when I got into Ice T, you know, Ice T was older than us, you know, he's an he's old G, yeah. you know, so. Yes, it was like what he was saying, robbing niggas. Right, it wasn't like he was telling us what he heard about. It was like you could feel he was telling us what what he actually knew about, and uh, you know, just his whole player hustler thing. I was feeling that man, you know. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I was I was feeling that. Um, so hey, he got I me see, blocked yeah. on Twitter by what? By the way, what's that? He got me blocked on Twitter. He blocked he blocked you on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Why he blocked you on Twitter? I follow him on Twitter, man. He uh he like one of my favorite Twitter feeds. What you what you do to piss him off? Oh, uh, he was getting his hair braided by some dude <laughs> and posted that shit. I'm like, bruh, that's 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 not G, bruh. Okay. I can't call you the OG doing shit like that no more. And he got mad. Okay. He blocked me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He be blocking people left and right, man. But uh hey, you got that right. That's a... <laughs> You know what? I feel what you're saying, but at the same time, that's part of the reason why I'm a big Ice T fan. Because he don't give Ice T don't care. Ice T don't care. He don't care what you know. No, you know. And uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Uh, you know, uh, I moved. I moved to California. I told you said that earlier. I moved to, uh, to L.A. back in like '98, and I was out there for like 20 years. And I didn't quite. Un- I didn't really understand L.A. but in vibe. Mm-hmm. Until I actually moved out there, you know, some of the stuff that we saw, we might have, you know, like you said, and that don't look G, or you know, you might question this or question that or whatever. Yeah. But you know, so you know, it was like once I came to the West Coast, I started to understand. I mean, uh, not necessarily to, uh, getting your hair braided by another dude or whatever, but I'm saying I started to understand <laughs> uh, what these guys, yeah, what them guys were talking about and where they were coming from. So, you know, guys like. You know these West Coast guys. Yeah, I I got a, a lot of love for them. So yeah, yeah the, whole, the whole perm thing was like <laughs> not, not not the wave in Detroit to say the least. Nah, nah, we yeah. That, that un- unfortunately, the Jerry Curl shit did kind of jump. That jumped off everywhere. I told niggas yeah. don't get that Jerry Curl. It's gonna look ugly in twenty years. I was right, by the way. Um, the best hip hop movie. Matter of fact, I won't say the best hip hop movie. Crush Groove or Beat Street. Uh, <laughs> my man said that. Let, let me give you my, my, my number five first. Oh, oh, uh, shit, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, we, still, yeah. we still got one more, don't we? Uh, yeah, just one more. That was LL. I'm gonna okay. put LL in there. This it, I can give you other ones, but those uh, my my reasons for LL is pretty much pretty much like kind of same reasons as yours. He was actually like the first uh rapper that made me feel like. Okay, I could do this too. Cause I used to rap a little bit myself. I used to rap, DJ, I danced. I, I was fully into the culture. Man. And uh, LL being, you know, like he's just like a year older than me. I think. But at the time, 
I found out he was like 16. And uh, when he came out with that rock and bells and, you know, what he was doing, it oh. was like, dang, this dude, you know, that's when I really, really started paying attention. Like, okay, he's not just like, you know, it, it wasn't just Melly Mel anymore, Grandmaster Flash or, or you know, the, the older right. dudes like the Big Brother. This was like, all right, this is somebody uh, from our generation uh, spitting it like that. No. Yeah, so he brought me into it like that. So I got him at number five. Now, um, so, all right. So, so you asked me the best move between B Street and Crush Groove. And Crush Groove. That's a good question, man. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Crush Groove because I was a huge Run DMC fan. Oh, my God. Huge. Uh, that I I was I mean that that whole era man I was really into Run DMC and the whole thing that that uh that uh Rush was doing with with uh, Def Jam, Rick Rubin, all those guys, whatever. And uh, I was just really into how you know how they became what they were. So I mean, Crush Groove was was like that autobiography, um, the autobiography type type yeah. movie. So. I was really interested in that. Plus, it had the Fat Boys in there. Oh. I was a big Fat Boys man. You, oh my you know, god! Had, and my then LL scene when he came out and did oh his thing. Oh my god! Took yeah. over. But that did it. That did it for me. Now, oh as god. far as like the best, like straight up hip hop movie between the two, I think B Street was a little bit more authentic. Yeah. As far as yeah, you know, that's what B, B Street was the streets. And Crush Groove was was everywhere, right? Like I did, I, I watched B Street on the VHS tapes with my boys. I, uh-huh. I, I bought an outfit and new gym shoes <laughs> and walked to the Northwest Theater from okay. Seven Mile in Southfield. Okay, to see Crush Groove. That's what's up. Yeah, that that was a big thing when it came out, man. Oh my it god, really niggas was. don't know, man. Uh-huh. That was the first event movie of our generation. Yeah. Oh, uh, break in too though. I don't. Break I can't in. remember which one came out. But we but, wasn't getting dressed like the hood wasn't on board with breaking. Uh, right. Well, you know, we went to the uh the break you know, the break dance whatever. As far as the uh, you said as far as the dancing or the, or the, the yeah dress, as, far, you as, as far as the dancing go, you know, like like breaking was always compared to Beach Street, and it wasn't even close. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as authentic, you know, it, it wasn't as authentic as B Street. It was entertaining, you it, know. It was. Uh, yeah, Turbo it was, was the man. Yeah, Ozone and oh. uh, you know, Shabadoo. You know, okay. when, uh, I was a Shabadoo fan when Breaking came out because I don't know if you remember this, but mm-hmm. back like in the early seventies, there was like it might have been mid seventies, late seventies. It was this uh, variety show called The Big Show that came on. And Shabadoo, Ozone was uh, it was like his show. He would go on there, and he would do choreography. You probably you you could uh, look it up on on, uh, on YouTube. But uh, that's where I was first familiar with with uh, Shabadoo, and you know, so when he got in breaking, I already knew I already knew about a Shabadoo. So that's why I got my attention. But as far as being authentic or whatever, yeah, Beach Street was more. Was more on point, you know. Yeah. Was, uh, Dougie Fresh yeah. was up in there. Oh know. my god, that was yeah. that was like B Street was Wu Tang. Yeah. Okay. Know, and, and and Crush Groove was uh, 
was Puff Daddy and them with, with, with Fat Boys. <laughs> okay. Think, yeah, that 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 would be yeah. it for me, you know. But man, oh my God, man! If that's yeah. one if for my generation, if that's one, like if I could somehow take somebody on a journey through highlights of of of, of our generation, uh huh. Crush Groove, oh, and Freak Nick would definitely be. God, yeah, another yeah, story, but yes, yeah. Freak Nick would definitely be on this on the spot. But actually, the Fresh Fest too. Yeah, that was that was a pivotal up a, a pivotal a pivotal tour for for hip hop because they was thinking that, that shit was gonna be a whole bunch of violence. Shit, although niggas got down at the con, they 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 really did. But the the concert was the focus, and people made it the focus, and it was really dope. It was dope. It had UTFO. Uh, they were big out of time with that Roxanne, Roxanne. Oh, my. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a nice time. You had the Fresh Fest. You had the Def Jam tours. Um, but, yeah, everything just kind of, like, started jumping off right then. I didn't really know, like you said, if it was going to be violent. I didn't really know what to do with it. And uh, it was some nice shows that came out. And I was, I was lucky enough to go to a few of those. Um, Oh man! Did you did to, you go? Oh, absolutely, man! I went uh, the one with uh, it was Houdini, LL, yeah. Run DMC, LL and Beastie Boys, and Beastie Boys. Yep, that was there. That was there too. And Beastie Boys yeah. so criminally underrated. You know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with you, and uh. <laughs> Man, that that particular show, it was at Joe Lewis Arena. Yes. And uh, yeah, I was there. Matter of fact, I met Run DMC that day. Oh, you got show, show. Out, huh? Yeah, show. I out. met them before the show. <laughs> yeah, straight up, I met them before the show outside the Penobscot building. Um, they had pulled up to go. You know, the, uh, I don't even know if the radio station still up there. I think it was uh, WJLB or, or had to be. Um, yeah, it was yeah, one of the radio stations was up in the Penobscot building. And yep, this was WJLB, uh, definitely it was. Okay. And this was like 86, 87, whenever that was. And I was uh downtown with my little girlfriend at the time. I was, I was a teenager. I had on my, my little Adidas hookup, you know, with the with the three stripes and all that. And I was going to the concert later. So I was hanging out downtown. I think it was uh at the festival that weekend. And um a limo pulled up. I just happened to be walking, walking by. A limo pulls up. No, I'm sorry, I'm lying. It wasn't a limo. It was a van. It was a white van that pulled mm-hmm. up in front of the Penobscot building. And I was still on the other side of the street. You just see a whole bunch of people just kind of ran over. And the funniest thing, you know, this little teenage kid, you know, was fan around DMC. I couldn't really see it was them, but I could see I saw the shoes. Right. You know, I looked down the ground and said, I saw, I saw the Adidas without no shoestrings. I like, told my girl, that's around DMC. So we go run across the street. And by the time we get over there, they had already went up to, uh, you know, went up in the building mm-hmm. to do that. I guess they were doing a radio interview. Right. And, um, you know, by that time, the crowd had dispersed because they had left. Mm-hmm. I sat there and waited. You know, we sat there waiting for about a good 30, 40 minutes or whatever. And they finally came back down after the interview. And um, this is a uh, cool story, man. You know, he got the autograph, 
didn't have camera phones back then, but you know, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have no camera phones to to really prove. And I wasn't really, I didn't think I was gonna run into him. I was just downtown hanging. So at the time, you know, I, I met the Kings, and I'm like this, I'm like a kid in the candy store. Man. And uh, I told him I was, you know, gonna be at the concert later, and you know, it was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I was at that show, man. Joe Lewis, and another funny thing is, at the time, I don't. At the time, the Beastie Boys, the Beastie Boys opened the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they opened the show. Then it was uh, whatever the order was. At the time, I didn't even know who the Beastie Boys were. I don't even think they had music playing in Detroit. I don't think they did either. To be fair, no, they didn't. But I knew about them, but I didn't know I knew about them because uh, I got an older sister, and mm-hmm. she had a uh, she had a boyfriend. Uh, they went to she went to they went to Spelman and Morehouse and it was, okay. was like uh yeah they can't she brought him up from uh for like Christmas holiday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, old dude is from, from Boston, he's from the East Coast. So she brought him up and he had he had all these like tapes mm-hmm. of like mixtapes from New York, Boston, you know, East Coast straight up underground hip hop stuff I never even heard before. Because in Detroit, all we heard was just the commercial stuff, whatever they was playing yeah. on radio. So he had all these like real straight up uh, tapes that he recorded from the streets or whatever. And on one of those tapes was the Beastie Boys, uh, Hold It Now, Hit It. Fire. That's all? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know who the Beastie Boys were. I just knew like on that one of them tapes, he goes, okay. This the jam, you know. I was bumping it. So when I got to the concert, I had no idea who the Beastie Boys were. But I had been bumping this tape for like a month before I went to the concert. I get to the concert. They did, I think they did only like three songs that night. And they did Hold It Now Hit It was like the last one they did, I believe. I can't remember exactly, but when they did that, that's when it hit me. Hey, that's that group that's on the that was on the tape. And I started paying attention to them and it caught me off guard because you know they were white. And yeah, we didn't, you know, they and they weren't talking I, no free shit though. Yeah, they were just tripping, you yeah. know, but they had they had the beats, they had, you know, so um and that album fire. <laughs> you talk about fire classics, man. Yeah, when that hit, that was after the concert though. We didn't know about them before then, but mm-hmm. you know, after that, and they came out. They did their um, thing. Yeah, they did their thing. Uh, I wouldn't put them in my top ten, but yeah, they basically did their thing. There's an argument to be made that they belong in the top ten. I don't know if I if I'm the only like, the only thing that's gonna go against them is they 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 and they basically for the record they they pretty much created that alt rock category and don't get credit for that shit either. But they went into that shit and I think that's What's gonna hurt them? They fused it a little bit with the uh, what is it? What was it? Paul's boutique. And that, then, Paul, that Paul's uh, boutique was, yeah. They that they like nice. captured, yeah. That was a nice album. They captured it on that one, but then they started going further, further with that shit after that. Yeah, they lost me after that one. Yeah, and that, they that lost. that's that's the knock on it, you know, from a hip hop standpoint. Right. They lost me after that. They and also. I mean, they, they really, I mean, it was cool for what they did. They wasn't really talking about nothing, though. They weren't. And after a while, you know, after two albums, 
you gotta be you gotta be talking about something, you know, for me to really keep my ear a little bit. So I mean, most you know, motherfuckers ain't talking about shit though. I don't know if if uh if I'm looking at if I'm if I'm if I'm thinking about top ten groups, I can think of some groups I would put up their way before the Beastie Boys that you know. I mean, about. Like, like who? I mean, Outcast, Outcast or Bone for me is one and two, and it depends on the day. Today is Outcast, and and yes, I'm giving Bone credit probably way more than they should get, just because the two shits that I like from them is so much better than ninety nine percent of other two album runs. Right. You know, I like Bone and creeping on the come up. It's fucking don't get no better. I like Boom. Um, my my problem with them though is that when it, it I don't know after a while I kind of seem like a novelty, the fast rapping, speed rapping, that sort of thing. And they, I like them because they were like the first groups that like really started that. They, they you know, I give them that. But as far as I couldn't keep up with what they were talking about a lot of times, to be honest. Man. I like the flow, I like the feel of it or whatever. But you know, sometimes, you know, when I when I'm sitting down to really chill with the record, I want to be able to really, you know, hear what they're saying, understand it or whatever. And you know, maybe I just hear it slow as I got older or whatever, but I just, you know, it's cool and all, but you know, if if, if I'm like looking for, for some groups, you know, I I'm looking at Run DMC. Okay. Looking at NWA. Okay. Boogie Down Productions, uh, Public Enemy, and Outcast. Those are my five. If I, I can go further and give you De La Soul. Okay. Tried. Tried would have been my top five. Houdini. Uh, I got Naughty by Nature in there too. I think they're, they're underrated. Criminally underrated. I got Naughty by Nature. And I Niggas should go by. around be, like, getting punched for sleeping on Naughty by Nature. Like they they mad because they had catchy shit, but like Tretch was Tretches, man. Dude is dude is I mean he, he oh, definitely my in my top top ten favorites. His flow was just oh crazy. my god. And he was talking crazy. he was talking talk about talking about some real shit. Tretch was talking some real shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh man, top five groups. Def, definitely tribe called quest. Uh I already said outcast. Tribe yeah, called quest. Um I don't know if I want to say NWA, man, because it was one nigga writing all that shit, basically. Well, suffering. Um, well, that that's why I give Cube so much because yeah, you're right. A big part of NWA was, was you know one dude, but there's still a group though, man. You know, you still had Yellow uh, with his scratch, and you still had Dre with his production. So that is true. That yeah. is true. All right, all right. Um, um, DOC is part of that collective too. Arabian Prince. Uh, I mean, I look at I look at them as as a you know more than just the four guys that we yeah. See I mean, like the first album, it was like thirty seven niggas on the cover. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I still got that tape too. They had that oh that song. Uh, yeah. It was N.W.A. and the Posse. Yep. That's exactly what. <laughs> you know what they had? Uh, you know my man. Uh, what's his name? Candyman. He was on there too. Really. Look I at that album that. cover. Candy Candyman is that dude on that cover, kneeling down like this in the front. Yeah, he's, he's the brother in the front. He got a clock on him, I think. 
That was Candyman. I did not know that. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yes, sir. That's Candyman. Yeah, they had a lot of people down on their little crew, man. So, you know, I, I look at NWA not just as their two albums and their little EP or whatever they put out, but I mean, I look at, you know, I, I'm including DOC, where he put out. I'm, you know, I'm including. But you can't, you can't, everything. you can't do that for that group though. Although I will say that NWA definitely deserves top five groups. So I got uh, Outkast, I got okay. Tribe, I got NWA, I got uh, Bone, and then Wu Tang. Okay. Like you just, it's, it, it just, and I'm not the biggest like East Coast hip hop fan, but right. Wu Tang came from whole fucking different solar system. I was going to ask you about it because you said you don't really like the Boom Bap sound too much. But uh, but that's not when Boom you're talking, Bap. What's your definition of Boom Bap? You know, uh, Talib Kweli uh, again, like DJ... It, you can tell a premiere beat, and it's always boom bappy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like uh, pretty much anything in that lane. Okay. Uh, I, I consider uh, Wu Tang. Well, I don't, I don't know. I can't really say that because they made albums. You know, albums outside of the, the group that you know, like Rock um, Raekwon got his did his Classic. thing. Yeah, you know, so um, Capadonna. So I can't really say. Uh, it's it's not all the, the stuff don't all sound the same, but when I think of when I think of Wu Tang, I'm thinking about those RZA beats, man. And it's like to me, I can I consider that boom back. Enter the Thirty Six Chambers was still to this day. Leaps and bounds more unique than probably any other album, hip hop wise. Yeah, it was unique, definitely. Like definitely. Shit, they the whole sampling Chinese move, you know, karate movies, and <laughs> yeah, it just and then each nigga did what he was supposed to do. Right. Yeah. And yeah. The shit worked. Yeah. Like like they. Yeah, they and they got the best logo in the history of hip hop, and actually probably top five logos ever of anything. They're definitely up there. Um, Wu Tang wasn't my top ten because kind of the same reason what I said about about Bone. Um, I love I love a Wu Tang is what they did as a group, what they represent. Like you said, mm-hmm. logo all, all they're dope. But I straight up, I don't understand this language, man. You know, uh, I can, you know, I can get with, with with some of their songs or whatever. But as far as I listen to to their songs from from front, you know, look, listen to their album from front to back, it throws me off sometimes. I don't quite get this language a lot. But uh, I'm with you I on Ghostface Killer. They're like your What's man's, be, I said I'm with you on Ghostface Killer. Your man said him and E40 are the same dude, just on a different coast. And that exactly, and that that's my thing about E40 too. That's another they, I'm glad you brought him up. That brother. They, 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 hey, they will too. say anything and explain it later. Yep, exactly. exactly. What that E40, mean? I, well, yeah, pimping. 
Yeah, Forty Waters. He was he was the first one, like yeah, that I would get that too. He was coming up with his own little his own little talk and that sort of thing. And then Wu Tang came and it just like Wu Tang came and it just like uh, I mean, it's so many of them, man. You know, so many skillful MCs. Man. And like I said, I I I like them as far as what they bring to the table. Definitely but I can't. Five, I don't man. just don't put them in my top ten because I just feel those other. Wait, 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 wait. You said they ain't even in top ten. I got them honorable mention. I named you my ten. Oh God, that's horrible, bro. You can say honorable mention for Wu Tang. I can't believe this. Like people that know me, like are gonna. Did you hear my ten? No. Wu Tang should be there, bro. Like I'm putting Wu Tang definitely above BDP. Okay, uh, above who? Boogie Down Productions immediately. It's not. Mm. Okay. And for, and for the record, like like Harris one, it's got like he's got a long career. I appreciate what he's what he's offered to it. Mm-hmm. But beyond uh uh the first joint, what was that criminal minded? Yeah. Um Criminal Minded was the first one. Yeah, I'm okay on, on and 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 and, and Scott Rock got killed after that album, right? Yes, sir. So it's it's not BDP without Scott LaRock for me. Miss Melody. Okay. God bless her. She don't count. Okay. You know D-Nice what? had a song and a okay. quarantine. Who else? You know what? You know what? I, I agree with you on this. I put it, I put BDP in there as a group because other people do. When I see BDP. I actually I see KRS one. Okay. I already I got him number one on my MC list. Yeah. So if I'm gonna put a group list together, if he's considered if, if he's if in BDP the group, is in the group right. But yeah. I but I really actually see him as a solo artist. I like BDP, like you said, I didn't wasn't really into the D nice or whatever, but I, I was giving the respect to the fact that he made made those classic albums, those that that first album. I think I think he did that second one too. Ah, uh, was, was or part of it before the album came out. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Uh, when it was get recorded, you the second one. Out. Yeah. was Love's gonna get you? Was that on the second yeah. one? I know. No. I know he was gone by the time the album came out. Yeah. Scott was already was I had already passed by then. But what I'm what I'm not sure of is if Scott had like if they had recorded any of the songs for their second album before then. Yeah, Actually, I'm not sure about that one. They, they may not have, uh, but uh, but if you're saying that second album, if you weren't feeling like the, like that second or even the third or fourth one, I mean, I don't really know what to say, man. Because I mean, we talking about ghetto music. That was one. That that was a hot album. I, I mean, think that he, was on. That was on only the, had um, one album on where I, I, I turn it on and let it turn itself off. That's criminal minded. The rest, I'm fast forward. Serious? Okay. Yes. Well, I'm looking at you the same way you're looking at me about Wu Tang on that one, because I'm like, man, those, those, I mean, those, those care, those boogie down production albums, those first, like we talking, uh, criminal minded, all means necessary, uh, edutainment, uh, what was that? Ghetto music. I mean, those are. 
He would have he would have a song or two. Fast forward, bro. Okay. Like okay. And it's the same thing. Like, like to be honest, I'm I'm only Wu Tang for me is only off the strength of the 36 chambers. I know other people, you know, will get them two classics. No, for me, they got the 36 chambers, and that's it as far as group wise. I agree with that. The other shit, like sorry, yeah, that's the straight up classic, yeah. no doubt. No, nowhere close to that gem of, a, of an album, but shit, most motherfuckers really only get one classic. But what about individually, though? Individually, uh, it's Raekwon, okay, Meth, okay, which one? Uh, and you talking about first one, or are you talking about what he's doing? Uh, blackout album, well, Meth T Cow, fucking fire, and then. She, he was kind of just if for me until he started fucking with Red Man, and their chemistry is just bananas. So, you know, uh, yeah, Red Man is definitely up there. Oh, they're, they're uh, old dirty bastard was fucking. He was going to be that guy out of Wu Tang. Like he was, he was different. That's what I was going to ask you. You consider his his album? You consider that a classic? I don't know. Probably on the fence with that one. Like I think it was close, but I think he was one of those artists that was going to get better. That's just my my two cents. You know, the more he got comfortable doing shit by himself, I think you know he would have been one of those artists where. Like Outcast, like Southern Playlistic was fucking dope, but AT Aliens was fucking bananas. Uh, what's the what's the one I, like? What was the one after AT Aliens? Ah, uh, and then they had the what double album, The Love Below. Like they they argued. Yeah, that. yeah, they had the Love Below and they had the uh, speaker box. Each had their own little CD. Yeah, but they've argued we got three classic albums and name me one other artist in any genre. It's got three classic albums. Yeah, you got three classics. You, you're doing something. It's, it's not too many that can say that. Yeah, but yeah. Like, Outcast definitely. They got three. I mean, I don't care what what genre you're talking about. You can go to jazz. You can go to rock and roll. What your favorite artist probably does not have three classic CDs, albums, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but man, damn, he said Karis. Well, ah, ah, I can't do that. Kind of reminds me of uh actually no well what's the name is uh what's the dude that's got the podcast that's always shitting on Eminem? Uh Lord Jamar. Okay, yeah, yeah, from uh brand newbies. Yeah, how how yeah. this dude thinks he is a hip hop legend is beyond me. No disrespect, respectfully. But I don't get it. Oh um, how he became one or brand new. No, 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 he's not. A hip hop legend. Let's get that out the way. I don't understand how he conceptualizes that he is. Somebody got to explain to me what he did in hip hop. Like I like his his podcast. He's dope. Mm-hmm. But in hip hop, bro, you were a you were the worst member of a mid tier group. I've been saying this for years. You think he was the worst one in Brand New? Absolutely. It's not even close, bro. 
it's not even close. And then his whole argument, and I know he's you know somebody will clip this up. Oh, he defended Eminem. Okay, yeah, I'm a homer. Fuck it, I am. Uh, right. But the the argument that well, who who asks who plays Eminem and they ride applies to you. <laughs> Never in my life have I ever heard while I'm in the whip somebody say put on that brand Nubian. And Lord knows. I don't know, man. Uh, I used to bump that Love Me or Leave Me Alone and that post jump up to get beat down. Come on, man. You tripping, bro. So somebody actually got in your car one day at some point in your existence and said, I was bumping never, it. Well, not, no, not, not, not you. Somebody else requested that shit. No. I mean, it don't really, I mean, it don't really work like I mean, in my ride, it don't really work like that. In my ride, you're going to listen to what I'm bumping. But I mean, if you ask me if I got in other people's ride and they was bumping it too, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have I never. Bumping that brand Nubian too. Never in my life, bro. Never have I gotten into hmm. somebody's car and they was bumping brand Nubian. You know what? I was in Florida at the time when that came. I don't know if it's, if it's a geographic, geographical thing, whatever. And the time they came out, I was down in Florida and it was like, uh, uh, that was like 90, 90 to 94. And I'm no, not saying Grand Poo, I'm not saying that they was whack, but it was Grand Pooba and them other niggas. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh tell me I'm yeah. wrong. Okay. Like but Grand, I mean, but, but Grand Pooba is the guy. But, but he's a legend the same way that, that uh he's not a legend that, either, He's a legend the same way that you can no, call no, no, no. Kuroski a legend. Okay, I'm saying if you part of a group, uh, part of a group that made something legendary or considered legendary, then everybody in that group's gonna be considered as far as I'm concerned. Right. That don't mean Brad, you gotta Brad be the hottest did, one in that group. What did Brad, what did Brand Nubian do that was legendary, bro? They they don't have a classic anyway. album. It was only one album, and then them niggas broke up. Well, it's kind of like, I mean, you don't really have to have a... I mean, that's, that's like saying Rob Bass is not classic because all he had was It Takes Two and, and Love and Pain or Joy and Pain. No, what you, saying is Rob, what you saying is Rob Bass is a legend because he got two hits. A two-hit wonder does not make you a legend, bro. It means you had legendary moments. Well, what I consider a legend is somebody who does something, put out, puts out something that we still talk about years later. That's a, it, it's a like what he did was legendary. So vanilla so, yeah, ice that is a makes legend. Rob Bass a legend. Vanilla ice is a legend. As much as I hate to say that, what he did was legendary. We still see, see, we see, still see, talk see, about vanilla right ice, but that's different. He did he had a legendary moment, but right. he ain't no legend. I mean, if you're talking about who we like, or who you know who we feeling. That's not to me. That's not an equation. It's a whole bunch of people that I consider legends that I don't necessarily, you know, I don't necessarily feel them or whatever. But if you do something like like what Vanilla Ice did, yeah, that was that was a legend. That was legendary. Okay, and, I don't and, necessarily feel it, but yeah, that makes he actually did more than Brand Nubians. I hate that I'm saying that. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, he did. It ain't no probably. Yeah. That's it's not yeah. even close. So so um. What what don't you like about Lord Jamal? Just because he because he talking a lot, or yeah, just because he calling himself a legend? I mean, he, he exactly. just like yes, that, he, he that, oh, that like rubs me the wrong way. That, that rubs mm -hmm. me the wrong way. No, it's not. Like you were you were, like I rapped and I was not successful. I'm not a legend. Right. That nigga was moderately successful as far as his group. They were 
decently successful. Not knocking that. I, hey, way right. better than I could have dreamed of doing. However, in the right. grand scheme of things, bro, like you inflating shit that's unnecessary. You had okay. a good career. It's no need <laughs> for you to inflate the shit and 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 act like you a legend at what? Is not, it called not, not a rapper? Yes, at, at least that. Maybe I maybe I heard the shit wrong. Okay. But that, do, that's what I'm saying. Are, are we are we like are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. I do believe he called himself a legend, or yes. or the fact that other people consider him a legend. Both are fraudulent in my eyes. Just my two cents. Okay. Like yeah, I, he I've, got some, I've, he... I've I've heard a couple people, literally like two, say yeah, he's a legend. Nobody else like who first or no, nah, bro. Come on. Like the the argument more so would be for Grand Puba. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and I would not even, you know, like. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'll say he's a legend because he was in Brand Nubian, and you know. But as far as I mean, if, if we like like putting levels to it, no, nah, he ain't no no level ten legend. If that's <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I ain't with you on that. But you know, if brother want to call himself a legend, if, if he said, "Hey, if dude can go out somewhere and you know who he is, and, and, and you know he did some things that you consider legendary," I'm, I'm gonna let him have his moment. But no, nah, I'm not gonna put no. Nah, he ain't no legend ten, no level ten legend. But you know, I give him a little something, man. Yeah, I feel you on that one, yeah. man. You, you're more generous than I am, bro. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, all right. One more before we go, man. Yeah, yeah. Best female MC. Best female MC. Um It's not just a clear answer for me. Uh I don't want to just give the stock answer without giving a reason why. I feel you. Uh but I but I, I really I can't think of anybody else I'm willing to put over MC Light if I have to pick one. I got a lot of respect for a lot of uh lady women MCs. Mm-hmm. Um I like MC Light for the same reason I like Ice Cube. She tells stories. She's a storyteller. I think she's one of the underrated storytellers and people don't even really give her props for that. You know, lighter songs, uh uh Poor Georgie to uh Paper Thin, you know. She's like She's doing that old school hip hop that like draws you in. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. she ain't just talking about shaking her ass and stuff like that, you know. Facts. So, you know, um, that's not to say it's not any other nice MCs out there. Um, there's some other MCs like Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper, they, you know, they they get that thing. They, they, um, if I'm thinking MCs though, I'm going more with like, but. I just don't feel don't feel right mentioning like without mentioning some of the other other women out there. You know, uh, I mentioned like some of the other guys uh, instead of just mentioning one. So MC uh, Light, she def- she's definitely up there, man. Um, Queen Latifah, yes. To me, I want to make sure people understand this. To me, Queen Latifah is the goat, but MC Light is better. What I mean by that, when I say GOAT, I mean, when I'm, I'm looking at everything they do. MC, uh, Queen Latifah is, is more than rap. I mean, she's more than hip-hop. She's, she's a brand. 
Yeah, she's a brand. She's, I mean, she's done some everything. You know, yeah. we talking about we're talking about this this queen, this woman that's that's she's she's put out a singing album. You know, she, we know she's done. Yep, rapping. She's, she's uh, doing a TV show, things like that. You can't touch Queen as far as uh, and she can what, actually act. She can act. She can Queen can do whatever she want to yeah. do, man. Everything she, Absolutely. she touch, yeah, she can do it. So I would agree with know. her being the goat. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna call her the goat. MC Light just, you know, is probably is better lyricist out of them. Um, Shantae, Shantae was the first one that uh, got my attention, but I see her more as a, more of a, like a freestyler type thing or whatever. Uh, she had like an iconic moment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. She's a legend. Damn. Uh, you agree with that, right? I'd have to say no. Like she. Come on, name, man. Name, name, name come her on, album. Come on, bro. I'm not going to let this one slide, bro. Come on, man. Name, name her album, bro. I mean, Shantae. <laughs> come on, man. You don't Shantae. know. Shantae was was the one that started the whole diss records, man. She, I agree. Just, Again, she had an iconic moment in hip hop history that will never be forgotten. She right, had a that makes her a legend. That makes her part of a legendary moment. To me, you got to have a career of some substance. Like I can't name one song by her, not one. I just know that her and UTFO got into it back in the day, and I can't remember the name of the song. I can't remember not one album from her. I love. I think she's a phenomenal radio personality. She dissed KRS One, dude. She was dissing people that other people couldn't even diss. KRS One didn't even respond. Did she? I, I don't recall that. Have time. a nice day, KRS One. You should go on vacation with a name sounding like a whack radio station. That's for uh, <laughs> Scholar Rock. You should be ashamed when Tila Rock said it's yours. He didn't mean his name. You know. But uh, that's, at the same time, fire. yeah, just, yeah, it's fire. At the same time, I heard uh, Big Daddy Kane wrote it, wrote a lot of, uh, wrote some of that. But, uh, but she she got a pedigree for you know what she she did have her moment or whatever. But she sparked something that became a thing of legends, man. I mean, it was, it was no, I mean, we we can't even talk about uh, Tupac's hit 'em up songs like that. Without talking about Shantae, who started that stuff like that, man. I mean, she was dissing. She can't. She was a little what, 14, 15 year old girl, whatever she was, coming yeah. in dissing grown men. Very she dope. Didn't care. Not at know? all. So name so her I, album. I give it that. You can't. You can't name her album, bro. Not one. Uh, Big Mama. Big Mama you, thing. I think that was it. No, no, I wouldn't say she had no classic album. I'm not gonna say I mean, that. But you. My point is, is that you can't. Even, Everybody else we didn't talked about, you can name one piece of work from them, except mm. her. <laughs> well, she's classic <laughs> not because of her album, but you, you, I mean, you can't take that that Roxanne's revenge, the way she went off on that. Uh, no, you. you but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic moment. You you yeah. got a tougher. Uh, you got yeah, a tougher range like, than I do. You you gotta earn like legend. First off, you gotta have longevity. I agree. I you know, agree. And, and not just longevity, but you have to have to ha have exhibited excellence 
for a majority of your career. Like 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 walking with a panther with trash album. I'm pretty sure LL would agree with me. Uh, walk with but, a panther. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm one of those dudes. I'm one of those that actually like that album. I know people trashed it. Yeah. I actually like that album. Well, you and twelve other people. The rest of us bought that shit. Is <laughs> upset, you know. But seventy five percent of his career, he's been great. That's legendary, yeah. shit, and you did it for decades. You know, it's nice. It's like you hitting seventy home run, like like Sammy Sosa, prime example. Mm-hmm. Nigga was yeah. in the home run race, one great year. You know, well, I take that back. He ain't the prime example because he got over five hundred home runs. But like, like that's like saying you know comparing somebody with six hundred home runs to somebody who just had sixty in one year, and that's right. all they had. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you had a really dope season, but that don't get you in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah. But they, I, I but, but they will put your back and your ball from that season in the Hall of Fame. They just say fuck you. Okay. You know. So yeah, you gotta you you gotta have have actually put the work in for me. Other than that, you know, it's a, and hip hop has got a lot of great moments, a lot of things that happened over the years that may not necessarily mean that person was a, 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 a you know, like one of the upper echelon of hip hop artists. Okay. You know, Sir Mix a lot. Baby got back. Still getting a check on that. I'm certain of it. Didn't make him no. like, you know, although Posse on Broadway was fucking fire for me. Yeah, me too. That's I hit big in Detroit when it oh came out. Oh my god. Doom yeah. doom 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 doom. Yeah. Yeah. Roll, bro. Oh. Just this is cadence the way he rolled with it. Me and oh. well, when I went home that yeah, that oh. rolled hard. That was god. dope. Man. Yeah. Oh, but, man. but the albums, yeah, like he had that and uh that buttermilk biscuits and that square dance rap. Yeah. I think those are like the three yeah. biggest songs that he had. Yeah. yeah, nobody's ever going to be like Sir Mix a Lot needs to be in the right. Hall of Fame, but I'm gonna always remember those songs. Uh, so so but but for my female, it's either it's either Nicki Minaj or Queen Latifah for me. You and, know what? I don't I don't listen to Nicki, so I can't really. You know, I'm not gonna say nothing, but I can't really say if that's a a, a legit. Uh, you know, ranking or not, I don't really as, listen. As, as far as like being on top, mm-hmm. she's got to have the longest run of any female. Cardi B, yeah. unfortunately, may be in the running with that, but like Nicki Minaj actually has bars, and like she's got shit that motherfuckers be like, "Oh, damn, she said that." You know, like she she did her thing, man. Like, and if it was not for Drake, she would have been the biggest artist on the planet for probably a decade. She was pretty big, man. Yeah. I don't really think. Uh, yeah, she she definitely had a moment. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout like, out to the sister. I just you know I said me personally, I just don't really listen to her music. But I mean, uh, I hear I hear she got some bars. Um, you, yeah. you putting her you putting her up there number one though. Um. Uh, yeah, bro. Like she, she got five, like like she stole Lil Kim's style. Make no mistake about it. But that's what hip hop is. Yeah, I won't say she stole it. She improved. 
You know, so she didn't do she didn't go as drastic sexually as as maybe Lil Kim did. Lil Kim was fire. Um, she had bars too, but like they in the same lane, and Nicki just better at it. I think I would actually I would put I don't listen to a whole lot of Nicki. I said mm-hmm. to really rank her, but I listen to enough to where I would put her over over Lil Kim. I feel you on that. And, I would and, do and, that. My um, other one would, yeah, Queen Latifah would be my, because she's always been like just from ladies first on. She just had like yeah. a presence for me that I just thought that was just like dope. And, and she talked shit. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. And she looked like she could beat, beat, beat she, hell, she looked like she could beat me up. Man, I love Queen, man. She, oh, yeah, she definitely, she seemed like she just, she just be like one of them down females. From, yeah, you know, from the hood, yeah. you just you know, sister like, yeah. you know, so yes, yeah, love the queen. One of the few, you know, female rappers where dudes just be like, man, I would just chill with her, just hang out. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and shit, man, I didn't realize we've been chopping up about an hour and a half, man. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna let you go ahead, man. And uh, hey, what, what, what's the name of your group too, man? If anybody want to join, talk about hip hop. Oh yeah, let me shout that out. Um. Oh, it's on, on Facebook. We are O-H-H-H, which stands for Old Heads Hip Hop. Just look that group up. Uh, the original vision of the group, uh, let me say this real quick. I, when I originally started the group, like in 2017, um, I really thought, you know, by naming it Old Heads Hip Hop, I was expecting uh, most of the members to join the, that would be joining would be like 40 and over, 50 and over, you know, like, you know, my generation or whatever mm-hmm. um i just was looking for a group you know we can kind of talk about reminisce about the old days and stuff like that instead of sitting around on top say a, a, a lot of us uh new generation we talk about the uh our older generation we talk about the new generation not being up to snuff or whatever now yeah. i wanted the group i wanted the group to be something where it's like okay let's not let's let the kids do them let's let them do their thing let's talk about our thing you know, so that's why I started. But what was interesting is that when I started noticing the people that were joining were actually people under 40. Mm-hmm. And that kind of threw me off because I thought, you know, OK, they wouldn't really be into us. You know, this old music, whatever. And I was posting a lot of stuff from the 80s early on or whatever. And what I found was that some of these a lot of uh, the younger members were actually asking questions and like, you know, they actually had one to know some stuff, not just hearing the song that was old and saying, yeah, I heard that before, but you know, so I thought, okay, it's a good way to start sharing my experiences. Um, you know, take them back to an era that they're not really familiar with. Definitely. And it was weird because the more people that joined the group, it was more of a younger generation. I was hoping that we can get more old heads like us who could be kind of like maybe mentors or whatever, or who can like fill in the blanks for them or whatever. So um, I eventually got some older heads in there and I got a nice little mix of people. So we got we got a nice little group going on. Um, always open for some more, you know, and I really, you're not uh, one of those groups where we like talking negatively about today's right. hip hop. We sticking with, to uh, what we like, you know. We posting what we like, not what we hate. And um, you know, as I said, come check us out. O H H H, Old Heads Hip Hop on Facebook. And uh, there's a few, like three questions that I put up there that you need to answer. 
in order to get to the group. And I did that because, you know, I said I didn't really want the riff raft in there. I figure anybody who <laughs> old heads, they would know, you know, the essence, who who started it, where it started. And then, you know, give me a couple, yeah, three of your groups, your favorite uh, artists. And there's no really no right or wrong answer. It's just those who put up there just to kind of see what people are at when they're coming into the group. And, um, you know, I encourage people to, to uh, share stuff, you know, ask questions, share videos or, or whatever. The only thing we're we not really open to people like posting up their own stuff unless mm -hmm. you put something out before 2000. You know, so the whole premise of the group is like any artist we talk about any artist who put out any put out music. If they started their career before 2000. OK, OK, if they put out music now, we still want to hear that. You know, like I said, guys like Ice Cube, uh, too, uh, too Short, these guys are still active. We want to hear, we want to see their new music too. Snoop, you know, that stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the, the, the main thing is we want to celebrate those who, who started it. Uh, we go all the way back to like, I mean, we have some Spoonie G posted up in there sometimes. And we got Ooh. a, uh, we got a few, uh, few hip hop legends in the group that I know of. Uh, Grandmaster D is in there from Houdini. That's dope. He's a yeah, he's he's I a member of the that. group. Yeah, he's in there. Uh, what else we got in there? We got got a. Uh, oh, uh, my man Cool Roski and Fat Boys. I mentioned him earlier. He's in there. Oh, you, gotta, you gotta tap me in with them, man. Let me get them on yeah. the show, man. Just yeah. fucking love the Fat Boys. That's my first album ever. Man. <laughs> and rest I, in peace, my mama. Shout out to her for buying it. When did you uh, did you first hear the Fat Boys on the radio, or or did you know about them from Crush Groove? Um, I can't quite remember, but I know I had the album before Crush Groove. If okay, uh, I, 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 you know what? I don't, I don't, I take that back. It might have been because of Crush Groove. Okay, when they had that, uh, yeah, that first album they had Stick 'Em on there, yep. and yep. Uh, yeah, oh, very. I, good, I, very good. I, I first saw them on. Do you remember that show? It used to be a uh, video show. They used to come on, I think, a Friday night, Saturday night called New York Hot Tracks. No, I don't remember that. Okay. They were like, they came on there as a guest one night and just on a live mic, he started beatboxing. You know, I was hooked right then because his beatboxing was different. We had already heard about Dougie Fresh. Yeah, Beach his Street. shit was like pure, like, yeah. like, like it was yeah. based. Yeah, he was making those clicking sounds and all that. But uh, yeah, when, when I heard Buff with that bass, <laughs> oh man, that was it. Fat Boy was my group at that point. Oh man, so, yeah. So we 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 got a couple. Like I said we got a uh, a couple guys that I a couple legends that I know about that's in the group. Uh, it might be some others that that may be lurking or whatever. But uh, yeah, anybody that's interested in talking some real hip hop, learning some uh, learning about old school or whatever just you know got something that they want to share you know hit us up come come join the group and uh you know join the the old family i myself am a member uh yeah you are yeah. No, appreciate no doubt. you too bro oh come on man we're gonna have to do this again too man this is very i, I enjoyed myself um okay yeah shout yeah, no out to you man thank you for for, for joining me bro um, thanks for having me oh man come on man Yes, what's up? Uh, if, if you need anything from me personally, email me uh, at jobstown12345 at yahoo.com. Um, okay. I'm going to be on the show or some shit like that.
uh, hit me up. If you know, okay, bet she'll be on. You know, bet. Other than that, man, thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate your time and your wisdom. And you have a All great right, night, bro. bro. You too, brother. All right, take care, man. No doubt. All right. Yeah.